everybody into another phnx suns after dark yeah that's right your phoenix suns wrapping up a victory against the cleveland cavaliers as we speak right now i'm your host greg esposito oh hoy hoy joined as always by saul bookman saul how are you what's up baby oh it's over it's it's officially over game's over there we go 101 92 and you know what that means this degenerate gambler hit on the Money line for the Suns, and he hit on the line, betting on the Cavs. They they eke it out. The Cavs were at, were a plus ten, and the Suns win by nine tonight. So guess who can take the misses out for dinner at some oh point? Oh my god! This it's about guy. time she gets to eat. She's starving. Finally, finally, a big win <laughs> for the Suns, and we are brought to you as always by the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app, America's number one sportsbook app and that is always a great place to go that's where i made my sweet sweet bet this evening if you want to make a bet on any nfl team you can put five dollars down if they win you're going to get 200 in free bets if you sign up using that code phnx uh it is bittersweet sundress dunks in the in the chat said we can't have nice things da injured and we barely eke out a victory ugh I'm not of that mindset. It's a right leg contusion for uh, for DeAndre Ayton. Nothing specific yet. He did not return to the game after it happened. He went back to the locker room. Gerald Borgay will be joining us from the Footprint Center. I'm sure he will bring uh, everything that he learns, the latest that he finds out about DA live from the Footprint Center when we have him in a little bit. But Saul, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get down. We don't know what's going on with Da, but the Suns, after being down big, I believe it was 40 to 28 at one point in this game. The Suns go on a huge run as the Cavs from the 7:24 mark in, in the second quarter scored two points. They only scored two points. The Suns go on a 19 to two run, and this is that's what shifted the game. How impressed were you with the Suns after what felt like another potential loss uh, after that first quarter? Um, I mean, I was impressed in the second and third quarter. I loved how they, you know, once they smelled blood in the water, they tried to stomp out the the Cleveland Cavaliers. The 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 thing about Cleveland is is they they are younger and they are relatively inexperienced. And so young and dumb teams play hard all the way to the end of the buzzer, and you're just like, oh my god, come on, you guys. Take the L. Let's just keep everybody healthy and move on. Um, and to, to their credit, um, to fight back like that after, you know, uh, their f- third game in four days, um, we saw what the Suns did in Portland, and they didn't show that kind of fight. So, uh, but again, the Suns are a veteran team. They know when they count their their losses. Uh, Cavs are still trying to figure that one out. And, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm just happy that they won. It looked like it was a pretty resounding victory as these gnats are flying around my fucking house. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that must have been a Cleveland Cavalier gnat right there because they're just a pain in the ass. Hey, you're just buzzing around, buzzing around your dome all night. Well, look, uh, we talked about it in pregame. We thought hitting more three-pointers and taking more three-pointers was going to be the key to a Suns victory. We were wrong there. The Suns took 26. They only hit six of them. 
23% I said 25 to 30. Well, you said they should shoot that. I said they need to make some. They did not make some uh, as they only make six of those shots. Yeah, but like Jay Crowder took like 14 of those and missed them all. Jesus. When you look at it, Jay Crowder had uh, took five, made two. Landry Shamit took five, made none. So that's two of ten right there of the uh, of the 26 overall. So the rest of the team was four. We're going to get into some Jay Crowder. I'll tell you that much right now. I I can tell you're a little salty about Jay. We will get in to that. But good night from Book on his birthday. He has drops 27 points, nine assists, four rebounds, nine of 20 shooting. You could uh, you, you could nitpick at that a little bit. Oh, four bro, from three. But get to the drink of the night, man. My ice is melting. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Shit. Shane. Let's fire up the drink of the night. It there is we go. That, that purple, purple drink. drink. That's right. That purple sun- drink. Suns get that W wearing the purple at home. We don't see it often, but the purple gang from Phoenix was running. Let's cut back to Saul because I think Saul is actually making a purple. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, uh, I actually have a little Empress gin right here. Um, you know, so I'm going to throw some Empress gin. I'm making myself a little purple drink right now as we speak. Eh, Let me get this. Oh, there we go. Uh, let's, let's, let's pour this nice, beautiful concoction. It's like a, it's like a blue gin right there. Okay, that's enough. That's really. Uh, you need to bring that into get, the studio. We don't, we're we, we're we don't severely get, lacking when we're in studio. Oh, I got you. I got you, little baby bird. And then we got a little little seltzer water real quick. Oh yeah, Let's pour Ooh. that in there. Make that make that sound. That, that 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 sounds like one hell of a drink there. So. And then the last but not least, we got a little. You know, you got you got a little uh, grenadine kind of stuff. Just Ooh. a little bit of the top. Ooh. Saw bringing it tonight with the drink. There we go. There we go. That's the purple. And let's drink see the right final there. product here. It's uh, almost pink though. Only. It's almost pink though. So uh, it's all right. I don't have a stir, but let's. Uh, I had I had orange. I only had anything something that was orange. So we'll go purple oh, and orange this evening. There we go. Oh, that's, that's some about. peach mango thing. Oh, I regret that already. <laughs> Uh, yours looks much better than uh, than mine tastes. So, so Suns get the win here. It's it's the PHNX Suns after dark. They won 101-92 over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and so, let's just hop into it. What's yeah. got you salty? What 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 about? I mean, I get it. Jay's Jay's struggling, but what about Jay has, has really gotten you going here? Um, you know, I, I know he does some intangible. He he has he. He plays smart, okay, for the most part. He plays smart. He, 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 he understands the intangibles of a game. However, my guy, you have got to hit open shots when they're there. And this, this whole streaky J thing is really going to hurt the Suns in the long run. He, listen, if this guy can't contribute as the fifth man, as the scoring option, you might as well take him out and put Cam Johnson in. But but then again, let me back up because Cam Johnson is hot trash right now too. Ten points, six rebounds tonight. Had a better game than he did the other night, but he hasn't been playing lights out either. At least not to the level that a lot of people thought he was going to play. Um, especially when you're talking about him possibly getting Mikhail Bridges type of money next summer. Um, I don't think if he, if he keeps playing like this, there's not a chance he'll even get a twenty million dollar deal. Jesus. So I I'm just disappointed with Jay Crowder uh, as a whole. I just feel like. He's been in the slump basically the first five games of the season. He's trying to get his rhythm, whatever that means. You're a professional shooter. You got to make these open shots. I mean, he's getting 
wide open shots. And same thing with Shamit. Same thing with Shamit. Shamit is everybody loves Shamit in the preseason. That dude has been MIA this these first five games of the season. He hadn't done shit. Hey, he started six of ten from three. Tonight he struggled. We joked he was sham wet early on. He's sham dry tonight. Like I said, oh five from three, one of seven. Overall, I I get I I get the 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 issues with Jay. Right, he's a guy that is streaky, and and has been. We saw sticks play some tonight. It makes me wonder. Is that deal that we've heard something about that keeps getting hinted at, I, you know, with, with San Antonio for Thad Young, is that actually potentially gaining some steam because they, they showcase they showcase sticks a little bit? I know they were looking for a jump start, but the guy hadn't seen the floor at all. Jay's cold. Cam Johnson's cold. Adding a power forward wouldn't be a bad idea. I wonder if that deal might actually uh, – Makes some sense now. I I don't know why you would want. I don't even know why you would want Jalen Smith if you're San Antonio. Well, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm watching. I'm watching Jalen Smith, and I was. I know there's a lot of people that love Jalen Smith for whatever reason. I'm not one of those people. I don't understand it. But hey, he he plays hard. I'll give him that. Shh, shh. Don't. You're supposed to talk him up. Then maybe. Maybe Pop's got spies listening to the show. We got to talk J- Jalen Smith up. Yes, Jalen Smith, the next the great Book- power forward. If, if, Jay- if, if Pop is listening to Saul Bookman on the PHNX Suns podcast, <laughs> hey, we've hit it. We have hit it big, baby. <laughs> look, uh, look, we got to win here. We can't. We can't be doom and gloom in the. Uh, no, no. PHNX but before, before we guard. before we get to the good stuff, because there's a lot of good stuff to take away from this game. I I do want to point out that my man Jay Crowder is shooting eighteen percent. From three-point land, 18%. He's got a field goal efficiency rating of 38.2. Oh, my gosh. Let's, what? Let's be honest. The whole team the whole team is missing three-pointers left and right. Like, it's not, it's not as if anybody's had a windfall when it comes from behind the arc. This team has shot poorly from three, and they're sitting at two and three in part because of it. But we know that this isn't going to continue. There will be a night where the lid comes off the basket from long distance and it looks fantastic. And tonight wasn't that night. And they still looked pretty good for what? Two and a half, almost three full quarters there. I mean, once, once they got on that run in that second quarter, it was pretty much done. The only thing, the only thing people were watching for was that point spread in the end. Yeah, I mean, I know that's what you texted me about. <laughs> you were you were really hoping for that point spread so that way you could win some money and take the missus out to dinner because she hasn't eaten in like a year. Of course. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, listen, there are a lot. Of, let's talk about the positives. There's a lot of positives from this game that we can definitely take away. I've already dwelled on the negative. Not a big fan of what I saw from a few individuals, but I will say this. Um, they they played very well tonight. I thought DA played very solid overall. I thought offensively he was where he needed to be. He was a little bit more aggressive. He called for the ball a couple times, which I was excited about. Um, and and I thought the ball movement was was really nice and crisp. Especially you can tell when the sun start to get into a nice rhythm. That ball bounces and moves in different kind of ways, and it's just beautiful basketball to watch. That's why. 
it's so easy for everybody to be like, you know, when Alfred Payton comes into the game to see the difference between him and CP3 and how that ball just kind of sticks and doesn't move as well. Although tonight I didn't feel like it did as much. I felt like Alfred did a decent job of getting the ball moving and, and making some nice plays. And um, he didn't have a, you know, a, a phenomenal night, but he didn't get the ball to stick in his hands like he normally does. And I appreciate that. Well, there were a few times in that third and fourth quarter where that ball whipped around and you went, ah, here's that group that we know so well. Here's that group that made it to the finals last year. And and it felt it felt good. Now, it wasn't their all game, but there were flashes of it for sure. The other thing, though, that is encouraging to me is the Suns only shot. I, I missed 10 free throws in this game. They shot 17 of 27 from the free throw line. So when you add the... 10 points they left uh, at the charity stripe and then the missed threes they still win by 9 in this game i mean th- this was this was close to suns basketball if they make those free throws you're talking maybe a 19 point game if they hit a few of those threes it, it just starts to snowball right and one of these games it'll happen i don't i don't know when that will be i don't know if it'll be tuesday or or later next week but one of these games everything's going to click and we're going to go, there we go. Finally, finally it's there. And that, that's what's encouraging to me so much. I mean, even Devin hasn't had that, that typical Devin Booker game efficiency wise, like we saw last year either. Yeah. But Devin looked as good as he has all season, especially in that third quarter. He, you could tell he was feeling like he was in a really good groove. It seemed like every shot he put up in that third quarter was nothing was nothing but the bottom of the net. It was so sweet. Um, his step backs were just, it was, they were effortless. They were absolutely effortless tonight. Um, unfortunately, you know, he, he still struggles with the three. Um, and I wonder when, when that's going to start to click for him too. He, he has never been like a lights out three point shooter, but he's always been a serviceable, if not good three point shooter. Um, but for whatever reason, he's been struggling with his three point shot as has, has the whole team. So I don't know. What what you know, coaches doing in practice or or whatever, but we might want to chuck up a few more threes during these drills because uh, <laughs> my guys need some help from the perimeter. Hey, look, Devin Devin can hit him when nobody's guarding him. He's proven that in the three point contest. He's got to hit him in a drill with somebody's hand in his face, uh, and then it'll be more game realistic. He was zero for four from behind the line, but he had the yeah. best pass I've seen all week. And that's including the Cardinals game, right? Devin Booker from half court to Mikhail Bridges for the dunk was the best pass I've seen. It was spectacular. Uh, and just, he threw it to a spot. They said on the broadcast, it's so true. You watch that replay and Mikhail's almost off screen as, as book throws the ball and he just goes up and gets it. That was, that was the play of the night for me. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it was a it was a spot on pass from half court. Beautiful. It kind of reminded me of Jason Kidd to Antonio McDice a little bit uh, from yes. back in the day, if you remember that one, um, which is, you know, yeah, probably one of the better passes in Suns history. So, um, yeah, Devin played a good game. He had nine assists tonight. You know, he, he had a good, solid all around game. Um, I thought Chris Paul finally woke up, had a nice game. D.A. had a good game. We're just waiting for guys like Mikel and cam and jay the supporting cast you know outside it's the big three like i think we we all need to understand that it is the big three it was never the two guys and then maybe mikhail instead of da no it's da da is the third 
of the big three. There's no denying that. Um, well, let's bring. And, let, go ahead. I was gonna say let's bring in the th the third of our big three, Cheryl Bourget. Look at that transition right there. <laughs> What's up, Gerald? Are you gonna dance? Are you gonna dance for us, Gerald? I, I'm assuming you can hear the music then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can give a little Suns victory dance. That's I mean, that's gonna be it. That's all it is. So, you what doing? are you hearing out there tonight? Uh, obviously, DA the big concern right now. Uh, give us an update of what you heard from Coach, and then uh, we can talk about Monty's thoughts on the game overall. Yeah, so it was a pretty encouraging update from Coach. He basically said that it was uh, one of those things. It was a leg contusion, a bad leg contusion. Um, he made it sound like it was a contact thing, um, but they said that they don't think it's too bad and that he's going to be all right. So we'll, we'll await like official word from the team, but it's encouraging when Monty comes to the podium and says he thinks it'll be okay because normally he doesn't offer us much on that front. So when you say contusion, I always think like laceration. Are, are, what are yeah. we talking about when, when we're talking about contusion? A contusion could be just like honestly, just like a bruise or like it gets like hit or punched or something. Um, bro, I feel like bro. that's if what? my man came out because he got bruised, I'm a I'm a I, I might lose my shit right now, Gerald. It, it's a deep bruise, so the deep bruise. It's right? a deep yeah, bruise. I the deep bruise. The, the bruise is deep. Um, yeah, yeah but I mean, bruised in the heart. Shit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good news all around because like Aiton was a huge reason that they went on that run in the third quarter and the second quarter. Um, really strong performance from him. So it's good that he's not hurt and uh, that they were able to finally turn things around with a W tonight. Yeah, so the speculation that it was a non-contact injury doesn't appear to be correct. That's good to hear. We actually have Monty, a clip of Monty giving that update. Let's play that now. Yeah. Bad contusion, one of those deals where you, you get hit and it just lingers for a minute, but uh, we'll be able to give a, a better evaluation, but we think he's going to be okay. Well, I like I like we think he's going to be okay. That's the way that's the way you want to go, Gerald. What did uh, Coach have to say about the performance overall tonight? I, probably, I'm assuming, pretty happy outside of that first quarter. Yeah, I, th I think so. He was talking about how, because he had, he had mentioned in the last two games how they just didn't come out with energy in the third quarter, and he praised them for turning that around tonight because, you know, they went on that huge run to start the third quarter that bridged the second quarter, um, and he really liked the way that they were moving the ball, the way that they were just kind of playing loose and weren't thinking about it as much. So kind of all of the things that they had been talking about in practice all week, being more consistent, Aside from that first quarter, they were really good, and defensively they locked in. So he was he was pretty pleased with that as well. Any concerns about um, the fourth quarter and how you know they kind of let Cleveland not really back into the game, but you know they did cut the lead from twenty four down to as, as as little as seven. Yeah, I mean I don't think so. It wasn't really something that he brought up, at least um, just because on, I on the on the broadcast. On the broadcast, when they cut it down, I think it was even five points. It went from 24 to 19, and, and the Suns called the timeout. You could see Monty saying some, uh, I think it was colorful language, if I'm, I'm, a, sure it was. if I'm a proper lip reader. He was like, what the hell's going on right now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it was, and like honestly, it was not the best close to the game. That kind of goes back to what he's been talking about with being more consistent, closing out team strong, but – you know, we saw this last year, too, with this team. Even when they were at their peak power, they would do this thing where they'd get up by double digits and let lesser teams back in games. So, I mean, it, it could be something that just pops up from every now and then. I think they were just happy to 
put together a mostly consistent game and come out with a W in the end. What were the thoughts on Sticks? He obviously got his first minutes of the season uh, and came back in in that second or in that second half as well. Uh, did Coach talk at all about that? He did. He, he brought up how it's tough for a guy to get in a rhythm when he doesn't play that much, when he hasn't been in a part of the rotation. Um, so we kind of praised him for bringing energy. Obviously, there were some there were some ugly spots for a second year player who didn't play much as a rookie. Like, he had that one play where he like dribbled with his left hand and like tried to make something happen, and it was just awful from the start. But you like when he javailed it, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. we, we saw that. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, he was pretty. He he brought energy, and that helped because in the beginning of that game, when he came in, the Suns were looking for any type of spark at that point. Um, and I thought Jalen provided it, even if it wasn't pretty, it at least got things going a little bit. And then the starters came in and started to take care of business again. With the loss of Torrey Craig, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm, you're starting to notice that a little bit more and more, um, that, that energy, uh, campaign typically can provide that as well off the bench. And so when he comes back, I would expect that to change to a degree, but, um, the loss of Torrey Craig, I think has been severely, um, ignored by everybody. Um, you know, and so when you mentioned Sticks and his energy, I, I don't get the same Tory vibes that I do, you know, from, from Sticks as I did from Tory. So, I mean, mm -hmm. are you concerned at all about that lack of energy, especially from the second unit? And and how how can the Suns overcome that? Maybe by benching Jay Crowder for Cam Johnson or something? I don't know. I'm just that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the answer, but I do know, like, I am a little – the Tory Craig loss was under, understated. Like, we didn't make a big enough deal about that. I think it's a little more glaring when campaign isn't out there just because Alfred Payton hasn't been good. JaVale McGee has been pretty bad. Um, I just think it's one of those things where once this bench gets healthy and maybe a little bit more acclimated, it'll be better. But yeah, you look at like Landry Shamit didn't play well tonight either. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well. JaVale McGee was bad in his limited time. Uh, and when the bench came in tonight, you saw that lead. The Cavs start to chip away. I think they went on an 11-0 run to close the third quarter. That kind of gave them life a little bit. So it's one of those things where the bench still has a lot to figure out. You're not going to get a guy that replaces those Tory Craig minutes because they've tried with Abdul Nader and it hasn't quite worked. So it's one of those things where they're going to have to keep trying in different things, different lineups, and, and hopefully that bench will come together. Any reason why Abdul didn't play tonight besides, you know, him not being very good? Yeah, I, mean, I think he struggled the last few games, and I think Monty wanted to try something different, especially against a team like the Cavs that have like three guys that are like 6'10", 6'11", in their starting lineup. Look, I'm, I'm a tough guy to change my mind, but Alfred Payton has changed my mind on one thing. Tom Thibodeau deserved Coach of the Year if he made the oh, playoffs. Oh, no. <laughs> that guy is a starting point guard. Oh, it has like... been rough watching him with that second unit. And I don't know if it's because campaign lifted our expectations so much for a backup point guard, but it has been rough watching him Yo, so far this year. I don't I don't think I've had any more inter interaction on a tweet than when, um, than when Monty said – that uh, Alfred Payton was was a, a great point guard or a good point guard. I think he said something in the preseason. And Knicks fans just oh, yeah. went ham. They went ham because they know. They know. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It's been rough. Hopefully they don't have to go without campaign for too much longer. He was supposed to be reevaluated in a week, so that'll probably be Monday or Tuesday, I think. So we'll see what comes of that. But, yeah, not, not a great stretch for Payton so far.
Gerald, need somebody in the valley that knows how to stretch out hamstrings uh, or, or, or rehab <laughs> hamstrings to, to help out not only the Suns, but the Cardinals right now. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Gerald, before we let you get out of here, how was the crowd out there tonight? Uh, it seemed like it ebbed and flowed a bit on television, but how was it in person? It was good. I, I think it was a little emptier to start the game than I was expecting. I mean, I know the team's off to a one and three start, but they're coming off a finals run. Like I was hoping it'd be a little more full, but it did get louder as the game went on and the Suns actually kind of gave them something to cheer about. I think the loudest point in the first half was definitely JaVale McGee just striding down the court down main street and throwing down that dunk um so that kind of woke the building up a little bit that that final juice can only take you so far gerald it that's can only true take you so far i thought it would be further than the third home game of the season but <laughs> <laughs> very Fair true enough. gerald thanks for joining us any final thanks, thoughts before you let you out of here no, I, I think it's just good that the Suns finally got a W and, and strung together some consistent basketball. And now we'll see if they can continue that because we got to keep in mind, this was a team on the second night of a back-to-back that they were able to kind of put away in the second half. So now now some of the true challenges will begin. Yeah, let everybody around there know more purple at home is a good thing. He's Gerald Always. Borgay. <laughs> exactly. He's Gerald Borgay <laughs> out there at the Footprint Center. Thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk to you uh, after the next game. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Yeah, always, always good to get Gerald, and it's really good to get Coach uh, Monty Williams saying that he doesn't think that the DA injury is that big of a deal. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Tim from Phoenix saying sticks McGee minutes at the four or five might. Oh, well, there goes the comment. Never mind. I guess uh, might vary in the season depending on matchups and how sticks progresses. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see sticks as a five. I just don't. I don't. I, I know everybody else might feel that way. I, I feel like he's more of a power forward than he is a five, um, and he definitely doesn't have the ball skills yet. Now, it, once he gets into the groove of playing, then maybe th- that changes a little bit, and we'll see a little bit more from him. So I won't. I won't kill the guy for his first minutes all season, and really his his first meaningful minutes in his entire career. So um, we'll wait to see and see how it goes uh, when they suit up to play against uh, New Orleans next. I'll dog him. If he dribbles like that and pulls any of that stuff that he did in the second half, he won't see the court much the rest of the year. That just, it was just poor basketball in a critical time. And it, it could have cost the Suns. Luckily, it didn't. Uh, I, so I don't, I don't think it was a critical time, but it was in the I fourth quarter. Saying. Yeah, but they were still up by like 15, 16, 17 points. It wasn't yeah, like. Well, the game was on the line. That's that's the way you chip a away a lead. No, when a, guy... a critical time, a critical time would be like losing the ball, you know, in the waning seconds of the NBA Finals in Game Five. That that would be like crucial time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, uh, you know, But Golden Boy in the chat says we miss Dario so much. I actually, I've been a guy that's been very difficult on Dario Saric over the years. I actually think they are missing Dario at this point. I, I don't think that is a True. lie. So yeah, very much so. So let's uh, let's get into it. A DraftKings, as I mentioned, is the America's number one sports book app, and it is where I made a few bucks this evening. If you want to make a few bucks on DraftKings, here's what you're going to do: you're going to put in the code PHNX when you sign up, and you're going to bet five dollars on any NFL team tomorrow. Now, if you pick a winner, you're going to get two hundred dollars in free bets, right? And then Just what like I suggest that. is. Take that $200 in free bets 
and make more winning bets. That's my big advice on how to gamble. Find more winners and make that 200 a lot more than 200. Yeah, this is what you're going to do. Bets. You're going to take that $200 and you put it on a 59-team parlay, okay? <laughs> you're guaranteed to make millions. Just do that. Easy peasy. Uh, I think you can only go up to like 12 legs in a parlay. I don't think you could actually get up to 59, Saul. But I like the uh, thinking. Well, because, well actually, you know, no, wasn't there a guy that had like a 15-team parlay or something like that? Or maybe 16 in week one? You know what, Saul? We're going to test this on Monday's show. You and I are going to come up with the largest parlay we can, and I will yes. put $20 on it just to see what we can do. I will do. too. Yeah. That and is, if we win... We're done with PHNX. I'm sorry, people. We're all done. We've done our jobs. We are out. DraftKings, let's go. Well, you know you know what will be great, too, is when we make those millions, we can get it out quickly because DraftKings is safe, easy, secure, and you can withdraw your money quickly. So yeah. we can get across the border with that bags of cash and well, live like kids. Across the border? We're not I want to live in Canada. What's wrong with that? Canada? I thought you were going to go to Mexico. Why Canada? No. I'm going to Canada. I hear people are nice in Canada. I could use more nice in my life. But I can so I'm going to take my DraftKings winnings and move to Canada. I can be off the grid. I don't have to worry about anything. Like, that's what I said I would always do if I won the lottery. You, dude, if I won the lottery, you would never see me again. Nobody would ever see me again. I would just be <laughs> gone. That's so it. please, people, buy buy uh, lottery tickets and then give Saul some money to bet on DraftKings so we can get him out of here. The man deserves a peaceful life off the grid. And if you want a peaceful life off the grid, make some money using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I don't that's think right. that's how it works. <laughs> $5 down on, on bet on any NFL game. If you pick the winner, you're getting $200 free in bets, and then you can keep making that money until you can live off the grid, all right? Uh, use the code PHNX when you sign up. That's how you'll get the opportunity at that. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Living off the grid, not guaranteed. Bacon, I think Canada is still a lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Connor Brum, Saul would be off the grid like Jay Crowder shooting from three. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. well said, Connor. Well said. Oh, I, I, you gotta love that. I look. I wouldn't mind going up in Canada and living in lockdown because I don't like people. That's why it's so much it's better true. to just broadcast from this walk-in closet rather than yeah. having yeah, to go in the studio. I don't like people. By the way, go to gophnx.com and become a member <laughs> and join our family, our community, because we are all about the fans. Look, I love those people because they don't have to be all around me all the time. We can virtually like each other. And that's oh how I goodness. prefer people, virtually. I loved I loved lockdown. That's out, out of context quotes right there. That's how I love people virtually. virtually. <laughs> I love our out of context quotes. <laughs> yeah, but go to GoPHNX. Oh, hey. Become a member. But going back to your DraftKings, we do have a draft king of the game, and we it do. is the one, the only DeAndre in 17 points, 12 rebounds, three steals, played great defense, um, had a beautiful turnaround jump shot. Uh, tonight uh, was all around the rim. He was uh, he was the force out there, and that's what we want to see from the big guy. Plus one hell of a bruise as well. So all around, uh, luckily, doesn't sound like it'll be serious. So congratulations to our 
King of the game, DeAndre Ayton, uh, brought to you by DraftKings. Again, use that code PHNX when you Hopefully. sign up. And 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 DeAndre, as a thank you and a congratulations for winning, Saul will make you a purple drink the next time he sees you. He'll purple mix that drink. up. It's on, hey, it's on me there, DA. It's on me, I promise. Even though it looks pink. You'll be man enough, all right? <laughs> Brian in the chat. Saul miss Espo more than we miss Tory Bulldog and Dario when he goes off the grid. You really don't know Saul if you think that. <laughs> yo, yo, hey, I love everybody. You know, everybody that's close to me, I love you dearly. But, uh, yo, it's just me and the missus and the kids, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, like, uh, I, I'll send a flyer out for everybody to join me at my villa but that's about it. That'll be the only communication you ever get from me if well, I ever won the lotto. We can't virtually still be friends. What a disappointment. No, because I don't love people virtually like you do. <laughs> I love people virtually. That is the truth. Is Look, the missus even real? <laughs> I think she'd prefer me to be virtually in most cases. I, I, I think she's happy I'm back in the closet and not walking around the house. So. Full disclosure, Again. I know Espo's wife is real. I've met her in person. I met the daughter, too. <laughs> Very nice family. The daughter's there, definitely so. real. That's why I have the gray yeah. hair. That's true. That's true. So let's uh, let's get back to basketball. Nobody wants to yeah, hear about my personal life. Uh, what do you think the biggest te- takeaways are from this game? Looking at, at how they played and what they were able to accomplish to getting back on the, uh, in the win column. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you can take away from this game, particularly that you hope carries over. Well, I, I do, you know, it, it, again, it's all a work in progress. You know, you got to get back to where you were and, and it takes a little time, even like championship teams of the past. Sometimes they start off a little rough because they want to leave off where they left off or they want to start where they left <laughs> off. Sorry. Um, and it just doesn't happen like that because you have a new team, a new season, things are just, you know, kind of going through the motions. You're trying to figure out that, that nice winning sauce and you think you could just jump back into it. And this team is finding out that you just can't, you just can't. And so, um, I think what you saw tonight was a team that was starting to find their groove, starting to find their spots, starting to feel comfortable out there on the court together. Um, Everything was executed in the second and third quarter the way they wanted to execute it. They played Suns basketball. Whether they hit the shots or not didn't matter. Everything was there for you to execute, and they executed at a high level. And in the second and third quarter, they did hit those shots, and that's what you want to see. In the fourth quarter, it got a little sloppy, but that's kind of understandable considering um, you know, you're playing the Cavaliers and you're up by 24, and it's just, you know, it's a, there's a natural tendency to just kind of take your foot off the gas. But I think overall, the Suns uh, played a, a solid game. They did what they were supposed to do. And I think you'll see in the next game, they'll just take it up another step um, as they play the New Orleans Pelicans. And I would assume Jay Crowder will finally hit more than just two threes. <laughs> I, I think my biggest takeaway was the fact that. Okay, so they fought back and they took the lead right before halftime. They go up four, but they came out in the third quarter. And even though the Cavs looked at film, made adjustments, whatever, at halftime, the Suns actually kept their foot on the gas. There wasn't a yes. letdown right out yes. of halftime, which we'd seen so much this season already. And the other takeaway, they made it a point to get DeAndre in the ball after he got going in that second quarter. They went to him in the third quarter which I think is important. You don't think they went to him in the third? Hell no. He only took three shots. What do you yeah, mean they finally he... were going to him? No. 
They were going to him. I was watching that third quarter looking for that, and they did not go to my guy. To start all. the quarter, to start the quarter, no, they did. no, they didn't. Uh, they go didn't. back and watch. I, I'm pretty sure those three shots came pretty uh, pretty early in the quarter. I, look, I, Da, we went off last last show, last post game, hard on the Suns to get Da in a position to score. I went back. I watched some things. I talked to some people. I think it's about a 50-50 split. Some of it's on DeAndre. Some of it's on the team to get him the ball once he gets going early on. Uh, he was active in, early in that third quarter with some great, some great you know, screens, some rolls. I think he did his part to get, to get himself the ball early. You know quarter. what DA is like? DA is like a wide receiver who continuously gets open and never gets the ball. And then finally the quarterback throws the ball his way like on a deep route. But my man runs like 75% because he thinks, I'm not going to get the ball. I never get the ball. And then the ball actually gets thrown to him. That's kind of what DA's situation is like in the second half of these games. It's like he goes and then he doesn't get the ball. You saw even uh, tonight with Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith rolled to the basket wide the fuck open underneath the basket. They didn't even look that way. Jake Howard yeah, was like, he was basically like, yeah, uh, here you go. <laughs> He was like, jump. I mean, Jalen was jumping with his oh arms. Oh my gosh! You know, and that's that's kind of you know that's kind of problematic when you have a big guy like that. When you have Da, who's been through that a million times already with this team, now they're starting to look for him. I thought Da did a fantastic job sealing off defenders down low. He got a couple easy bunnies because he 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 did do his role beautifully. Now in other games. Sure. Yeah, I, I could see where it is a 50-50 split, but I guarantee you it's more of like things taking a toll and him just not realizing that he needs to be 100% engaged every single time, even if he doesn't get the ball, which is hard to do sometimes. So, I shit, I've been out there playing basketball before, playing rec ball or whatever. After you run up and down the court like 10 times and you don't get the ball, you're like, man, fuck these guys. Like, I'm just going to stand over here in this corner. And then they finally give you the rock, and you hit five threes in a row, and you're like, yeah, you dickheads. That's exactly what I do. I can say honestly. I can say honestly, I've never had that experience. (laughs) (laughs) Not my game. (laughs) Out of context, quote, scoring, not my game. There you go. (laughs) That is the truth. Uh, Also, I think another thing that you can – can take out of this is ball movement. We talked about it earlier, but they got that thing whipping around the perimeter on a couple occasions tonight. And that is what we, we wanted to see. Imani, we, we heard him in the pregame talk about how he was simplifying the offense, letting these guys react rather than think. And I think we saw that benefit at certain points in this game where that ball got moving. They were just trying to find the open man uh, and it started to work. If you see more of that over the next few games, I think the Suns will be in a good spot. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. And also, you know, if, if you want to get your ball to keep moving and and not really react, you just want to react instead of, you know, prepare, uh, go to manscaped.com, baby. You know, you take care of the boys and uh, you just react in the situations that present themselves uh, instead of overthink what you're doing. Uh, clean up that, that that downstairs area. Use lawnmower 4.0. It's beautiful. It's easy. It's uh, pretty painless. Every now and then you might get caught, but, you know, it's not really that significant. And, uh, and they got other products too. So use 
PHX, code PHX, 20%, plus free shipping um, just by going to manscaped.com. So there you go. Yeah, you, you like those smooth balls moving around. I mean, that's what you want to always, see. Always, always. You know? So it, it's good. Good. That was a great. Saul, congratulations to you. That was the first time you've surprised <laughs> me with a Manscaped. I kind of stumbled through that a little bit because I was trying to All go right. too fast. But, you know, hey, you don't go too fast when you're using the lawnmower 4.0. Take your time. It's going to pay off. Uh, people love it. And there you go. Look, you can go fast though, because it's safe. I mean, it's, it, you're not going to nick yourself. You're not going to cut yourself. If you want to go fast, if, if the situation dictates that you run, uh, you know, the full court sprint, right. You can do that. You can go fast. And you're not going to hurt yourself. So Matthew Van, Ma- Matthew Van Hoos in the, in the chat saying he had the same experience that I did playing basketball. And then once he got the rock and he, he could show that he could score, uh, they wouldn't stop giving him the ball. Cheers to you, Matt. There you go. And Real ballers out there. I don't give a shit if it's YMCA, rec league. I just went to Kiwanis Park. I don't care. If you can ball, you can ball. There you go. Well, guess what? When uh, when you have Manscaped, you can ball too. So Manscaped, use that code PHNX and get 20% off and free shipping when you head there. Uh, Lindsay's on about- vacation, Connor. Sorry. Yes, we we scared her away with all the manscape breeds. We promised her when she gets back, no, we won't do no. them anymore. Honestly, like seriously, like I, I'm talking about. You know, Espo's talking about going to Canada, and I was talking about going to Mexico. Lindsay is literally in Mexico right now. She's somewhere off the grid. She doesn't want to be bothered. That's fine. That's fine. We thought we were going to get like a wiretap somewhere. Maybe she was going to come in live from like wherever she is in Mexico, but uh, no, no such. Hey, she did retweet one of the shows on whatever crappy Wi-Fi she got. So I'll give her credit for that. She she will be back, uh, what, another week when she comes back? So well, hopefully the Suns will be a, above 500 team by the time she's back here. Run and gun with Manscaped in seven seconds or less, <laughs> according to Connor in the chat. I love it. Hook shots all day, son, from uh, Classy Nasty. Uh, virtual cheers from Matthew. There you know, you go. Uh, we the chat is the best part of all this. We're all about community here at, at PHNX, and you guys and gals make this more fun. Win, loss, whatever. You're always hanging out here. We appreciate you. Uh, we still need a name for, for these guys. Uh, the, the X's didn't stick. Nobody liked uh, you know the farm. So we still need a name for the chat. I don't even understand the farm. What the fuck does the farm even mean? The, the happy on the farm. Yeah, the Monty oh, quote, and they want to be called the farm. No. Because what uh, if Monty what if Monty was in our coach in like five years? Then what? What are we gonna call everybody? The farm still? I don't I don't know. I don't want to think of a world where Monty's not our coach in five years. True. So. That's true. I don't want to think of that either. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Saul. Uh, you had to go there, didn't you? Now, sorry, now my sorry, buzz is sorry, worn sorry. off. Sorry. So. <laughs> it just started. What do you mean it worn off? <laughs> my buzz is worn off, all right. All right. Well, it sounds like we're at the end of this show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, killed my buzz. So we are at the end of this show. Any final thoughts uh, be- as we head into our one-day weekend? Well, the I guess man- you've got the tailgate. The show. Manscaped Mafia. Is that what that was? That what that was? That, that- Machos. Oh, Manscaped uh, Machos. Oh, I got you. I don't yeah. know. Kind of yeah. Manscaped Mafia. It, well, I-, I don't know. I do kind of like the thought of selling it to a sponsor. Well, <laughs> we, we will sell you guys to a sponsor. The Thank you to the chat. 
Look, the we, hairless uh, ballers. Hairless ballers. Yes. That's it. That's a good one, R, in the chat. Uh, we will, we will uh, be back with another post pre and post game show for Tuesday's game against the Pelicans. Uh, we will be back. Uh, we're going to celebrate Halloween tomorrow with the family. We will be back with. I don't know if we're doing live or audio only on Monday. We probably should figure that out, Saul. But uh, you'll get you'll get some version of the PHNX. Sun we'll be show. going live on Monday. We'll go back to our normal schedule outside of games Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. But if we have a game on that day, then obviously you know we're going to be All going right. that night. So. so you heard it from the GM. We will be the live only on the only Monday. reason why we even switched it up in the first place is because we all thought that the Sarver news was going to break. So we we're like, we might as well go live Tuesday because that's what we all thought was going to happen, and then it didn't. So there you go. Well, yeah, there's that. Let's all take another drink when we have to think about that. All right. So uh, drink here. I, I, would, right? I, I would like to say this, though, real quick. Just uh, on a soapbox, if you will. Shane, have the music. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that, that have to deal with a lot of the stuff that come out, whether it be positive or negative. And in this circumstance, I am thinking about those peeps uh, behind the scenes, like really like like the run the social media or the PR um, that are doing their damnest to 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 put out the message for the for not only the team but you know on behalf of people that um, you know things represent and um, it's not an easy position to be in uh, but they they are doing a fantastic job uh, whether you agree with them or not and uh, since we don't know anything about anything um, I think the 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 only thing I wanted to say was that I wanted to make sure that they. People understand that it, doing social media for a basketball team might seem like it's awesome, oh, uh, it's but tough. man, it is, it is, it is, it can be unrelenting sometimes, especially when things are not going your way, as a lot of these people that have been working for the Suns have had to experience um, in the last, you know, four, five, ten years. Uh, Espo, you were one of those, and for five, uh, I, of, I, five of the worst. Yes. Yeah, and 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 you know how it is when things are not going right. Um, how 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 stressful it could be. And so um, I, I, I am thinking about those peeps and if any unfortunate news does come out um, that they have to deal with and uh, you know, God bless them and hope they can get through it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel you there. And uh, we don't know anything about anything should be the PHNX Suns podcast. Uh, <laughs> we don't know anything about anything. We're just we're here the to have dope, a good time. We're the, we're the dope knowers. That's all it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the outsiders and we're just here to have fun with you That's right, uh, thank you to all the viewers the listeners for having some fun with us tonight on a saturday evening we will be back monday with our live show 2 p.m on the that? youtube channel yeah. you can get us on demand wherever you get podcasts leave a five-star review smash that subscribe button hit that like button before you head out of here <laughs> thank you everybody he is saul bookman you can follow him at saul underscore bookman the underscore is there to fit all that liquor he's been drinking this evening. He's almost done with it. You can follow me at Aspo. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sons. We'll talk to you on Monday. Ahoy hoy.